Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday and this is the fourth week after Pentecost. This week we have focused our attention on the Gospel reading for the coming week, uh, the Gospel reading that contains Jesus' parable of the Good Samaritan. So our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples love and serve their neighbors. To begin, let us begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke, chapter 10, beginning this morning at verse 31. Now, by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw the man who was lying half dead in the road, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to that place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came upon him, and when he saw him, he was moved with compassion. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, treating them with oil and with wine. And then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and when I come back I will repay you whatever you spent. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hand of robbers? The word of the Lord. So, we have a man who's lying in the road half dead, has fallen into the hand of robbers. A priest now was going down that same road, traveling from Jerusalem to, Jer to Jericho, and when he sees him, he passes by on the other side. So likewise, also a Levite. Some scholars have pointed out uh, the direction and the importance of this direction uh, in eliminating one of the, the excuses or maybe one of the priorities that the priest and the Levite might put in their mind or, or justify their passing by this man. Um, they are, uh, by moving from Jerusalem down to Jericho, they are moving out of the holy city. Uh, and so we might assume then that they are off duty, that they have not run there, uh, that they have already served in the temple. 
Uh, they've already done their service and are now moving down that road. The other thing that I think we can point out is that as priests and Levites, they should know God's law. They should be looked upon as teachers and practitioners of God's law and of God's expectations. They should know uh, that they are required to love their neighbor or to give assistance when they need to do so. And that need, the need of a human being in front of them, should supersede any other kind of of, of uh, concerns about defilement or the touching of things or, or, or anything that they might set up. It might be more safe to assume that the priest and the Levite just simply don't want to get involved or don't know who is there, or don't think it's their business, or are afraid that the robbers still might be there, or think that there's nothing that they could do. You can probably put into their mind also a lot of the things that we might say that would lead us to pass by in a similar kind of situation. We don't know enough. We're not part of it. It's going to take a lot of time. We don't want to get involved. Maybe he's dead already. Or man, and then keep going on our way. The Samaritan, however, acts in a different way from the priest in the Levite. The Samaritan sees him and is moved immediately with compassion, and that compassion drives him into action. And that is at the heart of the story. What the Samaritan does is sees another human being in need, is moved deeply and uh, in, in physically within their own body to a deep compassion that stirs them to action, to care for that person, uh, to overcome that. That is, uh, is, will end up as the answer to this question over who is my neighbor uh, at the end, where Jesus will say, go and do likewise. So there's something about taking this law that we know, this law that we learn, this law that we enact in our worship, in our prayers, and now putting that into action for the sake of the neighbor who is in front of us that completes this whole picture of who God has made us to be as God's people uh, in Jesus Christ, a people who are uh, who love and serve the Lord with their whole heart, their mind, that worship God with all of their strength, and that are moved to compassion, to love, and to see the human being in the road in front of them uh, and act in that way. And, and there is the, the distinction. The Samaritan sees a human being who is in need, is moved to compassion, and moves to action. Uh, that will be what Jesus will tell us to go and do likewise when we come back to this parable tomorrow. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others, and for neighbors who love us as much as they love themselves. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, and ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, that you might lead us and use us to work through to bring your peace and your healing to this world. We pray for those who govern the nations of the world, and for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, and for people in communities that have been ripped apart by violence. For those who are working to bring about peace and international harmony, for those who are working uh, to, to bring about peace and harmony uh, in our lives and in our homes and in our towns, for those who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for those who bring healing to those who are sick and ill, comfort to those who are mourning, and for those uh, who love their neighbor as themselves, that they may not lose faith or lose hope or become hard. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we command ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. And Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. <laughs>